All right, welcome to Mike on the Mics, our first episode. We're finally doing Opening this. Opening day, baby. Here Opening day. I love it. I love it. We've yeah. been talking about doing this for who knows how long Months. at this point. Months. We've had multiple reschedules, kids getting sick, you name it. Um, but we're finally here. We're finally getting some crap out. Yes, I, swear. I don't. Can we swear? Should we swear? We can swear. I don't think. Bit? I don't. I mean, fuck it. All right. <laughs> All right. Cool. Fuck it. I, I appreciate that. All right. Anyways, I, I, th- I think the the wives are going to be uh, extremely happy that we are finally not talking to them about this. But yes. jokes on them because yep. now now they get to hear us not only talk about sports but talk about talking about sports right. and bothering them about our podcast and. Th- they're going to be forced to listen to multiple versions of these two and help us edit them. And they're going to be sick and tired of hearing our voices, but deal with it. Amber, you better listen to these podcasts. Yep. Megan, you too. Love you, babe. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not going to listen at all. I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to listen, but that, that's okay. That's, that's okay. all right. As long as they maybe help us get some viewers and get some people on board, uh, that would be great. But anyways, um, yeah, so this is going to be a judgment-free zone unless you're a Yankees fan. Or Fuck a the Yankees. Fan, Buckeyes fan, then lots of judgment is going to be placed. But yeah, I don't. Even, we're not even going to talk about that. I don't even like saying that name. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bro. And, unless you're talking about uh, Joe DiMaggio or, or Mickey Mantle, then fair enough. Fair. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Um, um. So let's see. Last last weekend was uh, the end of the football season. Yeah. Um, boohoo. I, but I think we were probably ready for. Yeah. Yeah, we had a we we took a t- tough loss for us to end, but um, yeah. as as usual, every year, uh, Amber and I host our annual Super Bowl party. Yep, fantastic uh, party. As it always. was it was a great one. This I'm not gonna lie, I think this was one of the the best ones we had. Okay. Um, I, I won think... some money. Amber won some money, so I mean, I, I can't really on twenty questions. Uh, no, Amber had squares that okay. she won, and then whatever that I don't even know what that game is called. That card game. Your uh, uncle Brian does it a lot. I don't even know how to explain it. Okay, all right. I'm trying to think. You like take the last two numbers, you add them together at the first half and second oh, half. Oh, okay, and okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. We tried it for the first time. I thought it was great. It was a pretty big hit at the party. Cool. Um, Winning money is fun. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I mean, it was probably better than the actual game itself. Yes. Yeah, the game itself was uh, a Boring. bit of a snooze fest. Um, unless you're a girl and you're an Usher fan, you took a shirt off. But um, other than that, yeah. I mean, the game fest. was boring all the way up to, what, the last seven, five, seven minutes of regulation? Yeah. They yeah. finally, uh, yeah, then it finally made it exciting? Yeah, I, and I think, I mean, what else can you say but just Mahomes doing Mahomes things? I mean, that's just what he does. I mean, even the beginning, it could have been really exciting. There was turnovers happening, fumbles, yeah. but nobody was doing anything with it. No, they weren't catching I mean, right off the bat, 49ers fumble the ball. Yeah. Chiefs get it, three and out. Yep. And yeah. they're done. So it's, okay. And that yeah. happened a couple times throughout the game. Right, or the, the, the Niners would drive, and then they would fumble the ball. Uh, just weird things like that. Just it, it, You know what it seems like? You know, they had two weeks off. I think they were rusty, right? Maybe. I mean, I, I think they were a little bit rusty, and it it showed, especially the Niners' offense. It was just clunky, and it was kind of clunky against the Lions until they picked it up in the second half. But it just never, their offense really never picked it up. Well, I think they had two tough games against Green Bay and Detroit, and yeah. I think it really showed when you went and played the Chiefs. Their defense is is awesome. That their defense is awesome, and you know what? I I don't know how, what what you picked before the game. I picked the Niners to win. 
Who did you did you pick I, the Chiefs? I I wanted the Chiefs. You I wanted the Chiefs. Okay. I I like Mahomes. Uh, I like the Chiefs. I don't care what they say about Taylor Swift and all that. <laughs> Are you a Swifty? I'm a Swifty. Yeah, I'll admit it. All good. Um, but I, I do like the Chiefs. I thought the game did not go the way that I thought it was going to go. I really thought the Chiefs were going to kill them. I didn't did think really? I didn't think the 49ers uh, stood a chance. Okay. Uh, obviously, the Chiefs won, but interesting. A lot closer than I had expected the sure. game to be. Yeah, I I thought the Niners. I didn't think they were going to blow them out because I thought the. Um, the Chiefs' defense was too good, but I just thought the Niners were going to figure it out. They have so much firepower on offense. You know what I mean? But, you know, you look at Purdy, second-year quarterback. Um, you know, if you can attack him, you can, you're can you going to have success the, against him. The 49ers' defense showed up. Yeah, I mean, they, they did play it was well. a defensive game. I mean, you say boring, but, I mean, the defense did right. what, did they, what yeah, they were supposed sure. to do. and that... Just Mahomes does Mahomes things. And, you know, when you have the combination of – Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame quarterback, and a stout defense. You really can't pick against that. Mahomes is, he's like Brady. You can't bet against him. No. You can't bet against Mahomes. He's going to come in and get it done. Yes, 100%. Yeah, he's just, he's outstanding. Uh, Miles, my son, is a huge fan. And before I really started. He was watching, rocking the Mahomes jersey. Oh, yeah. At the party. He it. was rocking it. And you know what? I He appreciates greatness. I mean, that's. And, you know, I got to give him credit. I started watching Mahomes a little bit more this year, and the dude didn't really have a good – like, his team was good, obviously, but on the off offensive side of the ball, they didn't have a lot besides Kelsey and Pacheco. And I mean, I still don't think they have. But they're pulling – they got rid of Tyreek Hill. Right. And, and they Juju. won two Super Bowls. Yeah, they still managed to – yeah. It's just when you have that, that – that firepower, you know, with a quarterback, you just you can't bet against it ever. What, what do you what do you think about the the Forty ers in the overtime? I mean, I thought it was kind of hilarious hearing what they had to say, not knowing the rules. Yeah, I, I don't really know how that can happen. Right. Yeah, that was surprising to hear them, and a lot of them came out and admitted that. And I think it just goes to show you the the inexperience with the Niners compared to the Chiefs. The Chiefs were prepared for that. You know what I mean? Andy Reid got those guys. Well, the 49ers were taking a lot of flack for taking the ball. But if you watch all these videos and the mic'd up moments from the Chiefs, they were going to take the ball as well. Yeah. I understand. I don't blame them for taking it. I understand. No, they the wanted to see if the, if the other team was going to match them, and then they would know what to do. Right. There's so many scenarios that can play out because also, too, you could also argue, like, for the Chiefs. Okay, if the, the Niners score a touchdown and then the Chiefs get the ball, okay, if they score a touchdown, then you figure they're just going to go for two. But it didn't play out like that. I think they the Niners kicked a field goal right, and then the Chiefs just drove right down the field because that's what Mahomes does. But I understand it was his time to shine. Yeah, and that's exactly he what it he into did. Gear and like, okay, enough's enough. You guys kicked a field goal. I'm gonna make you pay, and that's what he did. So the the last few minutes of the game, the overtime was awesome. The last few minutes of the regulation was good. The the beginning of the game was a bit clunky, uh, but overall. Good Super Bowl. I, I, I completely agree. I think overall it ended up being a good game yep. with the overtime. Yep. Forget about the first half and stuff. It all came down to the ending of the game. Yep. Um, the one thing about Super Bowl Sunday, though, is Amber and I host this party every single year. I've been doing it before I even met my wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What was different about this year is normally I wake up on Sundays, Super Bowl Sunday, mm-hmm. and is extremely excited about it having all my friends over yeah. we're having a big party we always yep. have a ton of people we have great food all that stuff this year was very underwhelming and i think it's because 
this close. Yeah, yeah. It was this close yep. to Detroit being in the Super Bowl. Yes. And so getting ready for the house, cleaning the house, getting the food set up, I wasn't as pumped up as in the past because of the fact that you knew we, we could we could have yeah. been here. Right. We were a, 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 the Lions were a, a fourth down conversion away, or Gibbs not fumbling the ball, or just. You know what I mean? Just a couple of plays away from being in that game. And, you know, I know we had a lot of us at the party after a couple pops. We're all discussing, oh, man, the Lions can beat both of these teams, and we don't really know that. You know what I mean? It's 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 so easy to say say that. Yeah, Yeah. if Kansas City would have came out and played exactly how they played against the 49ers, sure. The Lions would have had it, but you have no idea. We have no idea if they if they would have won. But if if the the Lions would have clunked out too, or just, but you know, I I I think we need to, as Lions fans, take a step back and just kind of look at the season as a whole. I'm like, wow, this was this was a really really good season. Like this was let's be honest, even a really good season. Like this was an an awesome season, and this was a foundation building type of season that's gonna i think project us well into the future i completely agree and let's be honest about it. this was the best season in our lifetime in my lifetime 100 percent. i mean even back in 32 years ago 91 yeah when they went i was six years old right i don't remember i don't even know if i was watching football <laughs> right i might have been but i don't remember it yep yep all i remember from that is my uncles put together a uh home video of their experience from that game the the 90 one season 92 playoff win and a lot of i don't know if i can comment on a lot of what happened on that bus but anyways um no it looked like a good time but i this season was this was is special. now a mature rating right. podcast <laughs> if he continues to go any further yeah but no i look like they had a good time but uh no this um th- this season i think my well, first... it was complete unfamiliar feelings all season long yeah from oh, for sure. the way that we started to even when the mi- middle of the season when we kind of fell off a little bit. Yeah. Very little worried. Yeah. But we still ended up coming out on top, winning yep. the division. Every, yep. The whole season was just unfamiliar. Yeah. I woke up every Sunday super excited yep. to watch the game. Yeah. Me too. Me too. They were a uh, fun team to watch. They played well on all phases. I know defensively – the you know, defensive, uh, you know, as far as the um, the pass rush and the, you know, trying to stop the pass, like they had, they really struggled there on times. But I think overall, the the team was uh, a joy to watch. And it was so much fun. And we got to go down to Tampa Bay for that and game. go to that yeah. game. And that was so much fun. We took over that stadium. Yeah. I, I was shocked at, at the reception there and just how many Lions fans we were tailgating with. Down you would have thought it was a, a home game. Oh, yeah, for sure. The videos afterwards that we have of the concourse yeah. of everybody, let's go, Lions, let's yeah. go. I mean, that was just that was just absolutely amazing to yep. see. I, I, I 100% agree. It was it was a special season, and I think that they're they're headed for, uh, you know, we're going to be seeing them in this position quite often, I think. And I think they're I think they're going to get there. I really do. I mean, we, we did a lot of good throughout the season. Would, mm-hmm. would you – how do you think that we did during the playoffs? Oh, playoffs, I thought, I mean, I thought they were, they just. They might have been the best team throughout the playoffs. They might have been, yeah. Minus they, some, uh, obviously, mistakes. We didn't make it to the Super Bowl, but, man, we looked good. Yeah, they looked great. I, you know, other than maybe a few 
man quarters, especially in the NFC Championship game. I thought that they played well and they um, they did what they've done all season, and that was for the most part control the game. You know what I mean? They control the game. They use the running game to their advantage. They made key uh, third down conversions. I don't know how many times this season they would have like a third and seven, and they'd run the ball and get it. You know what I mean? They hand the ball to Gibbs, and it's, then it's not a running play. And but yet here we go, Montgomery or or Gibbs or even the the end arounds. Yeah, to St. Brown or or JMO and just come up and get the first down. It was huge. Yeah, they um they they showed me a lot this year, and I was I was thoroughly impressed. I mean, can't ask for a better better you, season, really. Do you blame Campbell for any of the regular season or or playoffs? More more of the playoffs, but for any of those. Going for it? I mean, are you are you mad? Are, no. Uh, do you blame him for anything? No, and, you know, like, that's who he is. That's who he's been all year. That's what's gotten him here. His players have confidence in him because of that. Sure, over time, he's going to collect his own data, right? And then he might, down the line, alter some of his decisions based on what he's experienced. He's still, a young, I mean, a young coach. I completely agree. I I don't blame him for anything. It. He is who he is. This is what it is. I think we have to get on board as fans. I sure. also think in the future, as we draft or sign whoever that may be mm-hmm. and become a better team, we may not have to take those risks. Right. Because the other side of the ball will we'll be, be able to. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. They'll be set more and we won't have to go for all those right. fourth down conversions. Sure. Yeah. Their defense is pretty inexperienced. I think I tallied it up through starters. It's like. 24, 25 years old on average. You know what I mean? That's that's young. They're a young team. And they're going to get so much better on defense. How many, how many rookies were playing? Rookies are second-year, third-year guys are playing on that defense. I mean, almost all of them. All the rookies did well. But they, they, Yeah, exactly. I, I think every rookie that They all showed flashes started, of greatness. Exactly. Yeah. That's all you can ask for for the young players. You want to see some flashes. They're going to have their... Their moments, and I think Jack Campbell might have had a few more, but he's playing a he's playing a tough. We'll position, need to see a little bit more out of him yeah. next year, but I still think he had some really good plays throughout the year. Sure, um, but it's easy to look at Jack Campbell like, oh, you should have did more when you have Gibbs doing what he did. Mm-hmm. You had Laporta, amazing right. season. Right, he's getting compared to Branch yeah. did well, even though Branch was hurt for part of the season. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah. Um, so I think it's easy to shine a spotlight on Campbell because he wasn't maybe as explosive or stood out as much as the other rookies did. Yeah, he's playing a tough position. He's playing, um, you know, he's playing that 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 middle linebacker type of position, off ball linebacker or whatever. And he's got he's got a lot of responsibilities out there. And the one thing he does show is athleticism and quickness. He's he's very he's got a lot of speed, and I think that will help. He's going to have to get better in. Uh, his pass coverage and stuff, but, um, you know, he can get after it. And maybe they're going to alter his role a little bit. Maybe he's going to be more of a pass rusher. You know, maybe he's going to be like that type of disruptor. Who knows? Well, especially if they're going to keep uh, Anzalone on this team. Yeah, if uh, I think they need to. W- when we were coming into the season, I did not think that Anzalone was going to be a linebacker that was going to be with us for the long haul. Um, right, yeah. But I, I think agree. after this season, I think we may be looking that – at him staying here for a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Maybe him and Campbell both back there yeah, together. I like that. Um, so those two working together, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think this defense can – I mean, we definitely need help. 
There goes the mic. <laughs> Mike, Mike, one Mike. of the mic. One of the mics is down. <laughs> they always got to roll with it. Okay, so who who was uh, who who's your MVP for the Lions of the season? Um, you know that that one's a tough one because there's so many guys you can you can. There's really not a wrong answer, but I, I'm I, I have to go Jared Goff because if you don't have him, if he gets hurt. I mean, what are they? They don't make the playoffs. Uh, golf was top. I think all his numbers, all all in all, he was top five quarterback. Yeah, exactly. on the season. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree with that. I, Especially I, in the playoffs, he was he was amazing. Who would you? Uh, who do you, who do you think? And you could say golf too, but no, I I mean I think golf is uh, is a great choice to pick. I think after what we saw, um, I got to go with Laporta. What he did, breaking all these tight end records, mm-hmm. his first season in, and seeing what our future could hold with Laporta, uh, that he's he's my MVP. Um, I think we not expected, but we kind of expected Golf to do what he was going to do, yeah. and definitely, I mean, he's our quarterback. He's my quarterback moving forward. I want yep. him here, yep. um, but Laporta is who I'm going to go with for yeah. my my yeah. MVP. Uh, Laporta was uh, absolutely outstanding. When you watch him play, you, you, you're like, okay, yeah, this guy's been playing for four or five years. But no, he's a rookie. You know what I mean? He he just he fit the part. He played hard. I don't know how many tackles he would break. Excellent hands. Coming up with the big catches. Always knowing where to be. Uh, and you couldn't ask for anything more. Um, you know, I think you can also argue somebody on the offensive line. The you know when that offensive line was together. Goff was a different quarterback. He was a Pro Bowl. There was there were some games where Goff had all day long. Yep. They exactly. they were not getting to him. And that that's what Goff needs. He's that type of quarterback. That's what he needs. He's not a scrambler. Nope. If he starts getting pressure or has to scramble, unfortunately, that play's probably Yeah. That play is probably dead. Yeah. Nothing nothing's gonna happen. He's either gonna get sacked, he's gonna try to run it, or he's gonna throw it away. And yep. but but that's fine. Yeah. Because our offensive line was able to hold their own. I mean, we were a number one offensive line. Yeah, that's the heart and soul of the team, really. It's not, it, because that opens up the holes in the running game. I mean, I, they were the running game was outstanding this year. I mean, you could argue Gibbs, too, uh, Montgomery. First, first, first two backs to have 1,000 yards from scrimmage yeah. in NFL history. Is it really? Wow. That's, that's huge. That's balance, too. I mean, that's what you want, right? Because you got the guy, Montgomery, who runs off tackle in the middle. And then you got um, Gibbs, who's fantastic on the outside. Uh, you know what I mean? You got you got the perfect blend. And then um, a receiver, Amon Ra, he is just – I have a man crush on him, I'm not going to lie. And my, Brian Branch, that's my boy. Brian yeah, Branch. Branch is he, – he's going to get even better too. But Amon Ra, I mean, he is so underrated. Uh, tough as nails, warrior. I mean, comes up with the big catches. He will fight for those extra yards. Keep him here. Keep him here. Do not get rid of him. Not that I think they will. I think that's an interesting point. I mean, you know, you got all these guys due to being re-signed here soon. I mean, like, give me two or three guys. Give me three guys that that it's a part of this these last couple draft classes that need to stay on this team. Give me three. Who do you think? more than likely, you can't keep all these guys. No, no, it's, no. That's they're all. If they continue to, if they continue to play the way they are, they're going to want to get paid, and I right. don't blame them. And we're not going to be able to. Right. Um. Uh, Laporta, he's here. Yeah. Um. And I think. Gi- and I yeah. think Gibbs. Gibbs is here. Okay. Um, right. As of right now, I would say Branch. Those okay. three. Those three rookies. Yep. But I don't want to count Campbell out yet. Mm-hmm. 
because I don't know what he's going to do. Okay. okay. Right? So I got those two guys on offense, and then right now, Branch okay. for, for my rookies. Great picks. Um, I want to. I want to. I do want to talk about golf some more because he probably is about to get paid. But you got to. Before we get into that, I really want to know. We went 32 years since we made it to the NFC Championship. Yep. We get two home playoff games. Mm-hmm. You got to go to both games. Yes. At Ford yeah. Field, yeah. you got it. Come on, tell me about it. What was it? It must have been amazing. Uh, first, I got to give a shout out to. Uh, my future in-laws, Brian and Lori, for uh, for taking us. Um, they have season tickets. Uh, a fantastic experience. Um, man, it's really hard to put it into words. Um, you know, first of all, I would say that we went the, the first game against the Rams. You know, there was the whole stigma with the Stafford thing. You know what I mean? That's kind of in the back of your mind. He's off the team. Bye. I know. Bye. Uh, that's in your mind, and you're kind of thinking like, oh, my. I was a little – I was nervous for that game because the Rams are, are, darn, are damn good. Puka Nakua, I saw him in person. He's fantastic. but He killed us. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, the atmosphere, like, the stadium was – we got there, like, two and a half hours early. It was buzzing already. I mean, there was a – like, there's a buzz. and Just we, around the city. I could only imagine. Oh, yeah. 100%. It was cold as hell that day. I mean, I was layered up. But um, – so it wasn't not a lot going on outside. But inside the stadium, buzz, tons of people, not any – not hardly any Rams fans, which was good. Um, but everybody was really cool. It was not like a, um, back in the Silverdome days where you just had a bunch of drunks just getting into fights. It's not like that anymore. You know what I mean? I mean, people kind of get loud and obnoxious a little bit, but the city was ready for these playoffs. Yes. 100%. And they deserved it. And, uh, I, I think the Lions fans were, were absolutely outstanding. I mean, that stadium was rocking from the start. Uh, it, it was just, it was an amazing experience. And you know, the Lions, this new regime, this new organization, they've really put an emphasis on the experience. Just the pregame stuff, getting the crowd hyped up, the little things that they do in between plays. Um, it's just, I, I used to go to Ford Field when it first opened, and then throughout the years I would go, and I'm like, man, this place is boring. You know what I mean? It's just, it, it just has this warehouse type of feel, but it doesn't feel like that anymore. Well, we had nothing to really root for. Yeah. I mean, there was really nothing there. there the product on the field was not good. Never. Right, so there was just no energy, and I know I think that's all it is. It's the energy. People I mean, you excited. you hear in the the press conferences of Holmes and Campbell and how much the fans actually help. And I always wondered, right, do the fans actually do anything right with the other team? And I think you really saw it one hundred percent. Yeah, this playoffs with the Lions, the fans 100%. stepped up. I mean, the other teams couldn't hear anything. I mean. Yeah. Before the Buccaneers came in here, but Baker Mayfield reached out to a couple of his buddies that were on the Rams, and they said it was the loudest place yeah. that they've ever played at. Yeah, yeah, that stadium was just absolutely rocking. It was um, the the fans absolutely made a difference in these games. Uh, if we would have had that NFC title game at home, there was no doubt in my mind we would have had the advantage. You know what I mean? And probably won that game just for that sheer fact. I just it was. It was awesome. Awesome experience. Um, yeah, that first game was amazing. And then after winning, the, like, the end of that game was weird because the Lions had the ball. I don't know if you remember. The Lions had the ball. And I remember somebody in front of us um, said, okay, the Lions got to get two first downs here, and we're, we're good. And I'm like, 
okay, I'm looking at the clock. There's like four minutes left on the clock or something like that. And the Rams luckily only had one timeout. I think they burned a couple. One yeah. was probably due to a uh, the crowd, you know what I mean, causing that. And um, sure enough, they got those two first downs, and everybody starts cheering. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, no, we haven't won this game yet. There's still less than just less than two minutes left. And I'm like, then it hit me. You start doing the math in yeah, your head. I'm like, and we got it. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. We were at we were at the uh, our neighbor's house for that for that first playoff game, and I was out in the garage with the neighbor, and we had they had um, Dan Miller on the radio, yeah. which happened to be ahead of the TV inside. Oh wow! And nice. we we're out there when St. Brown catches that pass, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I come storming through the house. Cheering and everybody's like, "What's going on?" I knock over a chair. I, see it in the future. I knock over a chair. I look like an idiot at my neighbor's house, and they're like, "What's going on?" And then it happens on TV, and everybody just erupts in this house. And That's it, awesome. It, it was so hard to control the feelings. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there was. I got to tell this. During the NFC Championship, we score our first touchdown, hooting and hollering. They go and score the second touchdown. I'm so excited. We have people over the house. We're screaming and yelling. I grab Amber from behind in excitement and start choking her. She says, she's like, you're choking me. You're choking me. You're choking me. I was just so excited. I almost took my own wife out because I was so happy about, about the Lions. I was like, I thought we had it. But when she regained consciousness, she started, started cheering too, I would hope. Right? Yes, yes. Okay, I, uh, I've All actually right. never seen Amber so into a football game. Oh, really? They're in the NFC Championship. That's how Megan got. Megan was getting into it, too, with these games, and she's really gotten attached to this team. That This team is very likable, and it's really, really cool to see. Starts with the coach. You know what I mean? It's just – it's 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 awesome. Um, So, with everything that happened this year, mm-hmm. are we are we talking? Are we at Super Bowl or bust? Yeah, I think are so. Are we at that point? I think you are. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you kind of have to be, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't come in here next year and – Yep lay a dud and get yep. knocked out in the first round. I mean, 100%. I mean, we're going to pay golf. He's going to be our quarterback. Yep. I saw a uh, boomer Sizen came out today said projecting golf to get four years, 200 million. Oh, wow. So 50 million a year. I don't know how much is guaranteed, whatever, but yeah, that's huge. That's a big deal. But he's only making 27 and a half right now. Is that what he's at? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the going rate. He's a Pro Bowl-level quarterback. He just won you two playoff games from a, a team that hasn't won one since, you know what I mean? But and, but that's not that's all, That's all. not going to be everything we need. So look into the future of next year. Right. I mean, this year, successful across the board. Mm-hmm. Feelings we never had. Right. Best season of my life. Best yep. season of your life. Yep. What do we need to get over the, the hump next year and get to, to get to New Orleans <clears throat> next year? I Well, you know, I think that the team just need needed the experience, really. I, I, I think if you took the same team and and put it on next year, I, I, I don't think they make these same mistakes. But that's what really costed them, in my opinion, was just the, the mistakes that Gibbs, Gibbs hasn't had that that issue with the fumble. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure Campbell might handle some of these situations a little bit differently. Amon Ra had a drop. It's just, I think the inexperience of the pressure of the situation got up to them, and I think they are resilient enough that once it comes around again, they're not going to make that same mistake. Yeah. They do need help. We do. I, and I'm saying defense, defense, defense. Yeah, I agree. We have to – my my thought is we have to go after a defensive lineman. Yes. I don't know if that's going to be in the draft 
or in free agency. Yeah. There's a couple big names out there mm -hmm. in the free agency. I don't know if the Lions are going to spend the money. We have $60 million cap space. Yeah. Going into next year. That's huge. Yeah, they're set up pretty well. Um, But I think we have to go after a def defensive lineman, get somebody there, because I think it will help our corners, right? Because everyone's secondary, secondary. But if we can get Hutchinson a friend yeah, <laughs> to help, if he can get a playmate yeah, out there, right? Uh, the corners, the secondary, won't have to go so long mm -hmm. Uh, and, and try to you know stop a play if we can get exactly. to the quarterback a little quicker. So I think we go big name or you know somebody out of the draft, and then, and then you follow with a, a corner after that. Yeah. I also think we need another receiver. Yep. Um, to help St. Brown, I think we have to expect JMO to get a little bit more playing time next yeah. year, or a little yep. bit more receptions. Yeah. But I think we need another uh, receiver. Yep. Um, and then I also think we got to get a kicker. We, <laughs> I mean, we we do, and and I was funny. looking I at the schedule. About that. You're, you're absolutely we, right. We we need a kicker. I don't care yeah, where you get a kicker, right. but you need someone that you can ride. Out of the seven, 14 out of the 17 games next year are indoor. Oh, are they? Oh, wow. The two outdoors you got one in Green Bay, one in Chicago, and I think oh, we go right. to San Francisco next year. Right. So those are your three outdoor games. Yeah. Other ones are indoors. That means. No wind. Yeah. You know, no weather that's messing with you. Sure. We need a kicker that we can count on. It can make the, yeah. yeah. Don't go spend a ton of money, but maybe you find somebody that we can, we can yeah. trust to get the job done. Maybe you draft one in the sixth or seventh round. I think that's when the Niners drafted Moody. And what did he boot? He booted a, what, 55 yarder? Wasn't that a record at the time for the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't anticipate the Lions making any big free agent, uh, like splash this year they they seem to be like they're gonna add depth guys it just seems like from what i've seen from holmes since he's been here they are going to add some depth free agency wise and then they're gonna build in the draft so defensive lineman 100 agree either interior or another edge guy um i i think that'll probably be their first pick um i think it kind of has to be yeah. at this point because I, I agree i don't think we're gonna go out like Chris Jones from Kansas City, he's available. Yeah. I don't think we're going to go pay him. Yeah. He's going to want a lot of money. Oh, for sure. And he's great. Yeah. Plus, why would you leave Kansas City? You keep winning. <laughs> right, yeah. So I don't think we're going to do that. So Aiden, uh, he needs a friend. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think there are some good guys coming out into the into the draft this year, yeah. which we'll get into our whole draft podcast down the road. For but, sure, yep. It's fun not, as a Lions fan. Usually, like, we're – uh, excited for the draft by like week six, but I haven't even really given it much thought. You know what I mean? So, but uh, yeah. No, we just get to enjoy this this amazing season. Yeah, but I, I agree. I think we're going. Uh, it's Super Bowl or bus next next year. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans is where we're headed. Awesome. Okay. And that's your your spot too. I love that city. Yeah, you might have to go. Might have to book your plane tickets now. You know, Amber and I talked about that, but then what about the Super Bowl party? We can't pass up the Super Bowl party. I, I want to. I want to enjoy all of it with all of you guys. Well, somebody's gonna have to hit the lotto then, and then. Buy and then we all go. Plans. Everybody, we can all yeah. go down. And hey, maybe we all plan a trip to New Orleans. Sounds great to me. And we just have our party down there. I want some jambalaya. We may not be able to afford to go to the game. Yeah. But we can all go party in the French Quarter on Bourbon Street and watch the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great to me. I'm down. Let's book it now. That's it. Super Bowl or bust. Yep. That, that's where we're at. Yep.
All right, you want to wrap up this first episode? Yeah, I think that's all we got for this first episode. I hope everybody enjoyed it and you tune back in. I kind of enjoyed it. It was it was okay. It was it was pretty fun. I mean, for the first podcast ever. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty nervous about it. You know, what? I'm probably gonna hate hearing my voice, but it's okay. These cores lights help a little bit too. Yes, they do for sure. But thanks everybody for listening. All right, everybody, have a great night. Thanks, guys.